Hey everybody, in this video, me and Node talk about Three Arrows Capital's NFT collection. Three Arrows Capital is a fund that is currently being liquidated. They gambled their money away. They went from like zero dollars to billions of dollars over a 10 year period and got completely wrecked during this crypto bear market. Uh, and they have the what's what of notable collections, specifically in the fine art and generative art space of the NFT market. Uh, they have Fidenzas, they have Ringers, they have CryptoPunks, Gold Apes, and basically, all of the notable art blocks drops from summer 2021. We talk about the pieces in their collection, how this whole thing could go, and we examine what they paid for different collections versus what they're worth now. As usual, the content is sponsored by FTX. You can sign up at the nifty.com slash FTX or with the code the nifty on your FTX mobile app. Hope you enjoy the show. In this episode, we are discussing Three Arrows Capital's NFT collection, uh, what projects are in there, what the future holds for the uh, Troubled Funds collection. As usual, nothing in this video is financial advice. We are not financial advisors. The NFT space is incredibly risky, so always do your own research. And if you enjoy the content, make sure that you hit the like button and smash the subscribe button. Node, Three Arrows Capital, what's the deal? Good afternoon and welcome to the uh, NFT Afternoon YouTube show, the Nifty Alpha, the NFT Alpha, the Nifty Portal. What is our name? Would you, do we have a name, an official name yet, Pio? Don't worry. There's going to be a, a really good name coming right down the pipe, and it's going to be the only name uh, that you see. There's not going to be 20 names anymore. Oh. Nice joke note. I love it. I love it. Okay, so we're talking 3AC. So to give people some background, right, so we know that uh, we got Kyle Davies, Suzu, legends, known as like absolute legend traders, uh, went nuts, apparently made billions of dollars. And then we hear about all this uh, insanity that went down. So essentially, they lost their shirt. They got liquidated. They blew up. Uh, they lost like 700 million in the Luna collapse. Uh, I, you know, they obviously made aggressive bets, got They've got loans from like, so they owe, they owe three and a half billion dollars to lenders, uh, which is an, a, a lot of money. Um, wow. What's crazy too is like, they, like even, even uh, Suzu has a filing against 3AC saying that 3AC owes him 5 million. Oh and my I, God. It's one, it's one of their wives. I think it's Suzu's wife. I'm not sure. But one of their wives has a, is claiming that they owe her 66 million which is absurd. They bought like $80 million, uh, like two bungalows worth 80 million plus. Um, so, I mean, it was, it was crazy how much money that they were able to convince people to, you know, lend them just based on their reputation alone. Right. Um, kind of wild, man. Yeah, it's insanely wild. Shit, man. I mean, look, so for people that don't know, Three Arrows Capital was a Singapore-based Singapore crypto hedge fund, okay? And then on June 27, 2022, so less than a month ago, they were ordered to liquidate by a court in the British Virgin Islands. It was founded in 2012. So they've been around for about 10 years now, and they went from not a lot of money to, at one point, its last public statement, the fund claimed a net asset value of 18 billion bucks. So you have a major come up, right? But a very irresponsible come up, apparently. A lot, 
basically like degenerate behavior as if they were just like some crypto degens only to the scale of billions of dollars. And then when the bear market came uh, and Terra Luna's issue, you know, Do Kwan specifically, that whole thing, uh, they just got completely wrecked to the tune of all the, the figures that Node just threw out there. The, the saddest part of the whole thing, I think, is that a lot of people really looked at Suzu as like a big brain thought leader in the space. I remember I was exposed to him the, for the first time when a friend of mine who was really into Ethereum, of course, uh, sent me a video where Suzu was talking about how, uh, if I recall correctly, it was that Bitcoin north of $500,000, which is at, at, at $500,000 per Bitcoin, you're looking at a, the same market, tr uh, market cap as gold right now. It's about a $9, $10 trillion market cap. And he was saying past 500K, uh, it doesn't really make sense, you know, for Bitcoin to continue increasing in value. He was basically saying Bitcoin could only match the the market cap of gold, and that's it. And I always thought it was weird. And I also just thought that he was looking at it from such a trader mentality. If you listen to the other things that he talked about, and so for this to happen, it's kind of like a, a little bit of a or it's a big time egg on their face moment, where it's just like, what the hell were you doing? And so we're looking at their NFT collection now. So NFT are the riskiest shit, right? NFTs is like the risky asset class in the risky asset class. It's like orders of magnitude more risk than traditional investing asset classes. And when you look at this portfolio, yeah, there's some good stuff in it, but there's also some completely ridiculous shit in it bought at relatively high prices. I have to think some of this stuff is random shit that got airdropped into the collection, but uh, yeah. but but yeah, I, I don't know. It's that that makes it kind of hard to tell. But you do see a lot of Fidenzas. The thing that you see with the Fidenzas, though, is you see really high price tags. Like this Fidenza was bought for 125 ETH, and um, it was bought August 20th, 2021, at 125 ETH. So ETH was probably at two or three thousand dollars at that point. So they're way underwater on that Fidenza. Yeah, yeah. And one thing I'll mention too, just taking one step back, is I remember not only did Suzu apparently, you know, uh, offend you, you Bitcoiners over there, dude. He he, big time offended uh, offended all of us uh, ETH maxis over here. Oh, like, so he's just offending yeah, everybody. Dude, in in the fall, it was like late fall, I think, or early uh, winter. One of the like sometime around there. He he basically said like Ethereum has abandoned its users. It's ridiculous. Like I'm leaving. I, I I can't stand like you know these these crazy fees. They're all sitting around circle jerking to the burn. I mean, he was like super. Like, like harsh. pretty harsh. And, uh, and then dude, and then it comes out like a, a week or two later that like their fund bought like nine figures worth of ETH or something. So it was like, just felt a little disingenuous and like, well, maybe was he, he was trying, trying to, get to the... manipulate the market. Yeah. I don't know. But that's dude, a traditional yeah, so he... banking move. That's a, that's a uh, Jamie diamond move right yeah, there. Dude, dude, you, I can't wait for us to chat with DC. Cause he was pissed when that came on. Cause, and he's, he's been a very vocal opponent of theirs for a long time. Like, before all this went down because he could tell like these guys were mercenaries absolute mercenaries not you know i again i i respect people that want to make money in the space but they were not necessarily trying to do you know what's right by everybody um and i think he slowly he may have walked back that statement but anyway coming back to their collection here's my overall thought process on their collection in general like why they did this a lot of people think like hey we uh we, they, they, this was a big investment for them 
I kind of think, dude, that they were just out there trying to just flex, like just straight up be like, look at how much effing money we have. And we're going to go and we're going to pick up the grails of all these collections. And we're just going to like have the, the greatest gen art collection out there. Like we don't even care about the money. So that, that, that may be part of it. So they got like here, you can see like 30 Fidenzas or something like 20 or 30. Um, the Genesis right there. That's like, that was on day one. These are crypto blots. I remember those. I yeah, they bought. got crypto blots. Yeah, they're at point forty five a... right now. All the buys are at one ETH or above. <laughs> yeah, just dude, so like, underwater on all this shit. So, so high. They they bought everything. Yeah, like pretty dang high. Like what was this? I mean, look, I love That's I love a great their collection. Fidenza right there. Yeah, a lot of these uh, Fidenzas look fantastic. They felt that an appropriate price for this was 99 ETH on July 31st, 2021. That, that's what they that's what they valued this at is probably around three hundred thousand dollars. So, yeah, I mean, it's hey, not they're, they're, today. they're up in ETH terms on this one. I'll tell you that. But uh, maybe not so much in the USD. Right. So it depends on how you denominate your portfolio. So you got to give them. I think Fidenzas are, are at a triple digit floor right now. So they're they're OK. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, the dollar value that they spent on these is, was insane. Like. I can see a, a Unigrid there. Like, oh, that's a nice. I don't know that I've noticed that Fidenza before. All black and white. Looks kind of looks kind of cool. That's a crazy Fidenza right there. Too bad you're. They're definitely underwater on that one too. Look, I, I'm I'm being harsh on them right now. They're There's gonna be underwater couple... on freaking everything. Yeah, they are underwater. <laughs> they're, they're dude. They're as underwater as it gets, man. Yeah, definitely. I mean, so look, I see one sixteen ETH Fidenza. I see one twelve and a half ETH Fidenza. One sixty. Um, I see a 56 and that's a black and white Fidenza. So that's definitely a good buy. I see an 18. I see a, uh, that's pretty much oh, all the good buys. Check right out that there. Unigrids. I think Unigrids are, are at a much lower floor right now. Maybe not, but that, uh, 21 ETH buy, is that what I saw? That's T 12 and a half and yeah. they're at 13. So again, okay. wrecked in, uh, well, no above water and, or at, at at value in ETH terms, but uh, by no means was this a good move. I see like a good buy on a Curio card right here. They paid one ETH for, or it's, oh, never mind. This is, it's impossible to tell uh, how much they paid for a Curio card because it's an ERC 1155. But uh, I mean, look, they got, they do have like good stuff. They just overpaid for absolutely everything. I, just, I do. They bought so much too. Like, <laughs> yeah, it just so much. Keep, keep scrolling a little bit. We're going to get to the ringers here in a second. <laughs> look oh, at how go. many ringers there. Look, look at the goose. The goose is the gold one. It's, it's not that one that you see there oh, on the, on the far right there. Whoa. That's the goose. Check out how much they paid for that sucker. They paid 1800 Ethereum in August of yeah, last year. Yeah, dude, this was like the grail. And I think it was, what, two or three million dollars. Like this is, and it's funny too. Like, yeah, this one's cool. It kind of looks like a goose, right? They call it the golden goose. And so maybe this is the like most pristine ringer in some people's opinion. But like the fact that they just straight up paid, what, what was that? You know, 1800 ETH back in uh whenever that was that's like Look, i'm gonna go august i because I, I gotta know i gotta know yeah this we one. gotta uh, figure this out so uh august 27th 2021 eth price uh is the historical price on that day august or sorry dude this ha i mean google like this is actually a pretty easy thing can't you just can't you just tell me exactly <laughs> 
Hey, all right. Hey, yeah. all you entrepreneurs out there, if you want to figure out what business uh, needs to be built, it's something where I just type in a day and you tell me how much Ethereum was that that day. Like, is that is that okay? Okay, here we go. I got it. So analytic insight, shout out to you. August 27, 2021, Ethereum cost, oh my God, bro, $3,089. So Dang. 1800 times... 3,039 is 5.5 million for a single digital JPEG of a ringer, 5.5 million. It actually isn't as bad as you'd think, but they're down. I mean, this probably would sell today for like 500K. How much? I don't, I, yeah. I mean, look, it's hard to know what the liquidity is for like the top item in a, in a, in a, in a collection, right? Like, or the top 1%, like, it's kind of like saying, you know, what's a, you know, what's this specific Basquiat worth today, like at this very moment. So like, I don't know, I think in ETH terms, it might sell for the exact same, honestly, like it might be similar or I mean, maybe not, maybe a little under a thousand ETH. So yeah, like half, half of the ETH value and then half in ETH terms and then a, you know, you, a third in dollar value. So that's, uh, that's pretty bad in terms of a, of a loss. Um, but that's, what's tricky, right? Is like, if they try and offload this entire collection, like where, what, you know, what are they going to, how are they going to value this specific piece versus the overall set? Because like they paid 1800 ETH for this thing. Like that's, that's, that's a, you know, you can buy a lot of freaking NFTs on the floor for that. So I wonder how it's going to play out. And I, I mean, I honestly, for the market's sake, I hope that they just do an OTC deal. Um, though it might be super fun and interesting if they do some kind of auction, right. For specific uh, sets or whatever, like it's going to be fascinating. I love how like they were like art maxis too. You know what I mean? Like I love how it's all the fine art shit and they overpaid for it excessively. So this pigment was bought for 25 ETH in August and the floor is three and a half right now. Oh man, they are down, down, down. And you want to know why too? It's like they got, they got totally caught up. I mean, so did the rest of us, but like Dude, they're a fund, but they got caught up right in the middle of the the like perhaps generational gen art bubble, right? Like right in the middle of that thing, they got fully caught up in it. If they decided to do that fund in January, this thing might be pure PFPs, right? It'd be super interesting to think about what they what they would do. Yeah, I mean, like that. I just pulled up another one, seven hundred and twenty minutes, identical. They paid twenty five. Oh, I, I forgot about those. Yeah, those were fun. Yeah, they paid 25 ETH for it. It's worth three and a half right now. It's identical. Like they just, they kept doing that. Um, I mean, look at this dynamic slices right here. These are dope. Uh, like dynam the dynamic slices. Yeah. Yeah. They paid 12 ETH. What else is new? And the floor right now is three. I mean, <laughs> these guys are the kings of paying double digits and the floor is three now, you know, like. Because they, yeah, they just wanted, and, and, you know, maybe some of these, like I haven't checked on a lot of these, right? Are some of these like, act, like super unique and rares of those collections. But I mean, just let it be a lesson, right? To like, <laughs> if you are trying to scoop up a bunch of stuff, those subscapes, those are actually still worth a good amount. Um, yeah, they spent... They yeah, they spent 30 on this one. The floor is 13. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, they're still way underwater, dude. But Masterful. they actually, they, there's a couple where they spent less. In ETH terms, they're up, but you basically have to divide everything by at least two. And that's just because we're on this little run of ETH right now. Like, look, so they got autoglyphs, right? Man, they went they hard as, those. man. Yes, they did, dude. Yes. Wow. 
they, they went hard as fuck. So these are 265, 254 ETH, uh, 269 ETH sales on autoglyphs. The autoglyph floor, I believe we were just talking about it, Node, in one of our shows last week. That was, it's like a 300 ETH floor. But again, ETH is half of what it used to cost. And that's only because we're in a relief rally. It could change. It could be back down to a thousand bucks. And then it's a third. This is completely wild uh, that they got wrecked like this. I mean, look at, oh, okay. So they got a board ape kennel club. They got a gold board ape kennel club. This is one of the better things that I've seen today that they bought for 11 ETH. <laughs> that's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you um if you switch over to uh they've got another wallet. I'm not I, I'm not 100% sure that this is their other wallet, but like I'm pretty positive because I looked at like a lot of the transactions going back and forth. But if you look at their other wallet, they've got a gold um a gold ape and a mutant ape. So it's like they've got That's the golden ape, mutant ape, and then the the gold uh, kennel dog. So they have they have some PFPs. They've got like they've actually got a, a bunch of uh, of punks as well on that other one. We can check that out later. But yeah, dude, it's like they just went so hard on uh, apparitions. Like basically every single every single like generative art uh, drop on art blocks that was curated. I think they just scooped up a bunch of each. Like that was that must have been their their overall strategy. Elevated deconstructions. These guys are expensive. Like I bet they paid a good chunk for those. How much are they? Yeah, now? they paid six. They paid sixty nine. The floor is thirty five. <laughs> I mean, oh um, man. This also, makes me keep feel a little better as a trader, right? It's like, oh, you know, I'm not as uh, I, I wasn't as insane as they were. That's for sure. Yeah, and keep in mind, in the past two months, there's been four sales. You know what I mean? Like that's that's the other thing to keep in mind. Keep in mind is that in four months, there's been there or in two months, there's been four sales. So the liquidity is basically non-existent, and in U.S. dollars, they're just wrecked. I love how they just said we're buying all the generative art from this period. The the what's what? Like they didn't miss a collection. They have all the good stuff um they're so lucky they got anything that held value like the fidenzas and they're lucky that they stumbled into some gold ape stuff but clearly they weren't as comfortable going hard that's dude that's typical is like the the finance guys like the gigabrain guys they're so smart they're like we're sticking to art we're not going to do pfps pfps are a fad blah 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 well now you got a bunch of illiquid art that you're down 66 plus percent on uh and you're lucky that you had a gold kennel dog to to just balance your portfolio portfolio get you a little bit of a victory i just love these guys here's the punks thank god you guys were smart enough to get some punks they spent 810 eth on a zombie i think that's probably at value or they might even be up on that um and they got they got some decent punks right here so that's that's good this is the main wallet too and oh my god no how underwater are they oh okay they got these early they got the um the what are these the sailor bots? bots yeah i never yeah i never really got into these things like uh, but I did notice, you know, shout out to our guy, Brian Brinkman, dude, they, they have a few Nimbugs right there, man. It was funny. Cause Brian was like, he tweeted out about this was like, I don't know how I feel about this. You know, like his pieces in their collection, like, like they're going to get fire sold off. Who knows? Uh, synapses. I had a synapse once lost money. Here's a fun story. Beanie gave me a Nimbud back in the day. He literally gifted. He was, uh, do you remember Euler Beats? That was a, yes. a music one. Y Euler it, Beats. It, well, technically Euler, even though oh, it okay. looks like Euler. It's after okay. that. Yeah. You look up the German pronunciation. But uh, anyway, dude, he owned one of the OG like vinyls, you know, and then he was mm. trying to get his print holders 
to like, you know, you like play a game and get them more excited. Like if you were a print holder of his. So he did a whole uh, like sweepstakes and it was like, hey, find out some random info on Brian Brinkman, whoever the fastest is, I'll give you an inbud. Uh, and I won it, dude. And that was like in February of last year or March. It was so awesome. I remember being so excited. And then I paper handed it. Sorry, Brian. Um, but dude, yeah, like check out. He's got archetypes, like archetypes. So of those them. pegs they got as well. Like the, the pegs, this is crazy. So they spent uh, 40 ETH on this peg, but I think that, okay, the pegs are at 15. These are sick. I love the, these. The pegs are fun. It's like... This one's a unique collection, right? Isn't this by Matt Fury? Like he, did he yes. do the do the pegs? I think the, so. That, like, and so the, the Pepe ones are very valuable, as you can imagine. Yeah, yeah, and there's only a hundred, right? So they're kind of fun, but again, like, let this be a lesson to all of us. Like, if you go in these high end, like low edition collections, you know what I mean? Like, you, if you, especially if you don't have something that's on the floor, totally. Dude, you're gonna be in a uh, in an illiquid world of hurt. Uh, so that just confirms my theory that this was all just one big like, let me show you how awesome I am. Flex like that was their whole their whole move. And probably trying to like you know, pump the bags on the way, yeah. you know, in the yeah. sense that they're like three arrows invested in this. The three arrows collection that's like the final one hundred one is like build this insane collection both so that you have the assets and, um, and you know, like you have the, uh, exposure, but also so that you can pump the entire bag together. So, so they have a lot of generative masks here. They have other deeds in here. Are you sure this is, are you I sure think this is I, I'm not a hundred percent, but I'm pretty sure dude. So what I think is like some of these other, like they put things in that other one. See, look, there's the gold ape, the gold yep. mutants that would correspond with the dogs. Um, they've got, I think we just saw the eternal pumps. Um, so I think they had like that. This one was like, Oh, they, somebody was actively having to manage stuff in order to claim things. Right. So it's like, if they had the apes, which I think they did, then they claimed the other deeds. Um, and there's, I looked and there's a bunch of transactions from, uh, people sending things from this wallet to that one or something. So I, they may own all those pudgies. Again, I'm this, this may be speculation, but I'm pretty sure that this is their wallet. Cause if you scroll up, if a twin look, there's a Justin Aversano. Yeah. The twin flames. Um, if you it, like, they have the eternal pumps in here as well. And there's four of them and eternal pumps were like super freaking expensive. Uh, and there was only 50 of them. So like, I think this is still their wallet and this is, uh, and another peg. Yeah, another peg. That's that's those are all curated. Those like the blocks of art, I think. Um, but yeah, I, I may have mentioned this on another uh, on our on another call. But like we, the eternal the the eternal pump thing is super interesting. So I'm not sure where the um, the raptures are. It's W R A P T U R E S. So rapture. So eternal pump is by Dmitry Cherniak. Yeah. So this is a, this is an interesting story, right? So Dmitry like. He's, he's always trying to do like performance art as well. Like the dead ringers is a cool example of that. And eternal pumps is a really cool example of that because he, uh, he created these and then anyone that had an eternal pump, um, he gave them the ability to mint one rapture. So one eternal pump got you one rapture, which is a mint of another NFT. Um, and so here, yeah, the rapture, this is what's so cool about this collection. So here's what he said. Dimitri said, if nobody sells or lists their rapture for a year from the time of mint, this collection will remain at 50 forever. If anybody sells in the next year, 
I'm going to increase the mint limit supply up to 666. So how crazy would it be if the if this liquidation, if they actually have the rapture, that that it gets sold because of that and it totally alters this collection? It's like it's Ooh. almost like it makes the art and the story even more amazing because all the holders, all 50 of these guys, nobody has touched them. I know DC has like a, a few of these things. So like nobody has touched the rapture. And if it's because they, it's, if it's These because got, they, they, they get got liquidated, liquidated. <laughs> then uh, it's like, I mean, can you imagine trying to explain this like in court, right? To the attorneys like, hey, um, your honor, by the way, uh, we don't want those to sell yet because it alters the collection. Like, please don't sell it for another seven months. Like, I don't know, man, this is wild. It's so fun. That is, in, thank you for bringing that up, man, because that is just completely insane. And I think that it could happen because of these guys, if anything, then DC investors going to hate them even more. Uh, do me a favor. If he does actually come on the show, I, obviously I want him to so bad. There's like basically no one that I'd want to have on the show more at this point. Um, but I'll believe it when I see it. Cause I know that these guys, they're big shots. It's hard to get them to show up to stuff, but if he does come on, it's going to be unbelievable. You got to ask him this question. You got to bring this up and you got to say like, how, how are you going to feel if they sell a rapture? He's probably going to be like, how dare you even put that into the world? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You? Yeah. Yeah. Hey dude, he'll be like, he'll be like, dude, I can't, He's like, it's an, it's an insult to this art that it's in their portfolio, right? Like the fact that they own all of this, like, you know, he it probably makes them roll over. Uh, I, I, dude, if he comes on the show, I apologies in advance, dude, I'm going to monopolize that show. Like nobody's business. Everyone's going to be so pissed at me, but dude, I am his number one fan. Like no, no DC investor, no Depeche Mode, dude. Like you guys came in through Nifty Gateway. I literally yep. came in through DC investor. Like I was, I was, how did you find out about, I him? was following, I actually may have found out about him through Bankless, but it was just crypto Twitter. Like as, as I started learning more, you start following more people. And I found him, dude, he only had like 10,000 followers at the time. His PFP was a picture of him in a suit. Like it oh, was his face shit. and a suit. And he, you know, he was still like the DC investor, like the, you know, like the, the suit guy. Uh, and then, and then I, and I was learning a ton about ETH at the time. Right. So it was, this was like a little over a year and a half ago. Um, and I was just getting deep, deep, deep into like DeFi and Ethereum and, and DC is incredibly knowledgeable from, from a technical standpoint on all blockchain tech. Like he actually gets it fundamentally much more so mm. than 99.9% .9 of people out there. So I learned so much from him. And then he started talking about crypto punks and NFTs and this like nascent asset class and the incredible like potential behind this technology. And so I literally bought my, my first, uh, one of my first buys was a crypto punk and it was because of him. I was like, he, like I, he helped me understand like the value behind NFTs and crypto punks. Um, and then I went and bought one. One other reason why I bought a crypto punk, you're going to love this is, uh, Anthony Sasano, who was like the ETH maxi dude. He, he wrote, a, he wrote a, a joke tweet once that was like, you know, there's 21 million Bitcoin. There's only 10,000 crypto punks. I was like, yeah, you know what? I bet that punks are going to flip Bitcoin. And this was back when they were worth like, you know, very little. Uh, and, you know, it came to pass. So, you know, we love we love the crypto punk meme, dude. It out, it, in my opinion, dude, it outbeats. It totally just destroys your, your cute little Bitcoin meme because it's the supply <laughs> is so scarce, dude. Look at that. 10K versus 21 million, bro.
Yeah, you're comparing like a Picasso to a a bar, a bar of, gold. of gold. I know, I know, but it did, but it, but the scarcity, <laughs> the scarcity mindset is there, dude. Dude, I was thinking about it the other day. I owned, uh, like I had over one Bitcoin before I even got into NFTs, right? And so, when apes came out, I could have minted like two hundred plus of them just with the Bitcoin I had. Forget about anything else I had. Probably more. I mean, if you if you look at it, but at that time, the idea of doing something like that would be totally preposterous. Yeah. Like the idea of of me changing my Bitcoin into uh, bored apes would have been completely ridiculous. And and you know, I was there when apes came out. I had the Bitcoin. Like they're totally in the in the in the spot to do it. So hindsight's twenty twenty. It's tough to uh, to see what's going to come. I really like these raptures from an art perspective, man. This guy Cherniak's really uh, he's really the guy. Um, so look, so we talked about three arrows, man. Uh, any any closing thoughts? Like, what, do we have a date on when this what stuff's going to go down? Like, what's kind of the story here? Yeah, I actually I don't know. Like, I, there was a tweet from a guy, and like. <laughs> Here I go. I'm just going off some tweet from a guy that says he was a creditor, right? And and they were supposed to meet like this week to start talking through it um, in terms of like what happens to their assets. But like I was talking to someone today and they mentioned like, you know, these things don't happen overnight, right? Like this process could take a long time. So I actually have no idea on the status. Like I don't even think people know how how much they have like i don't think people know what how many assets under management like 3ac even has in total so it may take a while for them to actually figure out okay here's what they have and i just you know i wonder what they do with the nft collection it's like it's like i wonder if this is like front and center or if this is something on the very end um but it's crazy dude i'm excited to see what happens regardless uh dude i i say uh we we find some people let's put together a fund get this thing otc at a massive discount and then right away, dude, it would be legendary, you know, like I can't do it. But, you know, the big shots, I, I can let's manifest this. You know what I mean? No, thanks. I don't want any of this shit. I mean, look, oh, come I, on. you don't want. OK, you don't want a gold ape. OK, like you don't want 10 crypto punks. You don't want 30 ringers and 30 fidenzas. I would happily give them all to me, dude. You can go ahead and hang out with uh, whatever you got these days. Your Akus, you got any left? I don't know, man. Of course, of course I do. Um, <laughs> of course. How dare you? How dare you insinuate dare you? I own no Akus? I've sold like two. Uh, I, I think I'm going to sell one more. Um, You're an Aku whale. I forget. I forget. Let's all hail the Aku whale. Um, I would buy CryptoPunks. Like my thing is yeah. CryptoPunks right now. I don't have any, but my thing would be CryptoPunks. To me, it's the safest thing. It's got liquidity, a ton of it. I love like Fidenzas and stuff like that, but at the same time, there's just nothing like CryptoPunks, and um, and that's kind of the long and short of it. Anthony just said uh, PO has no taste. Get the fuck out of here, Anthony man. <laughs> Anthony bought some board he's apes. He thinks there. he yeah, he's got like a scarf on inside, and he's wearing glasses even <laughs> though he doesn't need them. Oh, like he's one beret. of those guys. One of those yeah. guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, dude, PO's got good taste. He just bought a bought a dick butt, dude. He's got those CDBs, so. He's he's he knows he's part of the Illuminati. 
Um, but yeah, so it's just all about uh, it's all about CryptoPunks to me. So if someone wanted to buy the CryptoPunks from the uh, from the collection, then I totally would from the three AC collection. Anyway, uh, ladies and gentlemen, one uh, entity that is not going under is FTX. So you already know you got to sign up at the slash FTX or with the code the Nifty on your FTX mobile app. FTX has the cheapest prices for buying crypto. If you sign up with our code and spend over two hundred dollars, then you will get a $20 bonus in whatever crypto you bought deposited into your account immediately. So make sure that you sign up. While you're there, you're going to see that they're rolling out stock trading, including fractional shares. So if you want to diversify and get away from this crypto bloodbath, even though it's a good time to buy because we, like, we're, the, we're going to go lower from here. Come on now. Um, anyway, check out FTX. You already know they're out here buying entities in the crypto space while uh, Three Arrows Capital is going bankrupt. So we know who the winner is, Suzu or Sam Bankman-Fried. Talk about egg on your face, Suzu. Um, yeah, I mean, look, that's that's my style right there, that punk. That's what I'm talking about, wow. you know? She's a beauty. She's a beauty. I like it. That's a, I think it's, it's a, a male it's a punk. He. It's a he. But you know, when you talk about art, it's always like uh, it's a she. You know, I don't know. It's just it is what it is. But yes, this is a male. We'll uh, we'll get the identity straight. But you know, absolutely. Well, anyway, thanks for watching, everyone. Uh, make sure you follow Node at Depeche Node on Twitter. I will see you guys next time. See ya. Peace.